Mike's Motto and Margo and Dan on Triple M. Triple M Breakfast with Motto, Margo and Dan. Yeah, we're back. You can't get rid of us. Even though it's holidays, we thought we'd pop in and check on you. Mm. Hopefully you haven't murdered anyone in your family. What's been happening? Luke from Mount Gravatt East got in touch with us. Hey, team, I've just moved over from the UK. Need to pick an NRL and AFL side for next year. Welcome, Luke. I follow the Arsenal in EPL and I follow the Spurs in the NBA. Mm. If that's any help in trying to narrow down a similar side in either code. Arsenal in the EPL. What would they be similar to? Well, last time Arsenal won, or they beat Burnley on the weekend, but when did they, when was the last time Arsenal won the Premier League Cup? 2003 4. So it's been 20 years. So it's Lions esque. Or West Tigers. Oh, yeah, they were 05. Yeah. Uh, who won 03 04? No, but he obviously, he's used to losing. So do we give him the Titans? They might go all right next year. Oh, no. Arsenal are red and white. Oh, you mean Dolphins? Dolphins. Yeah, or Dragons. Oh, but I just mean he's used to losing. He's not. He's not used to winning. Oh, so the dragons, mm, the Spurs in the yeah, NBA dragons. just got Victor Webanyama, the seven foot four oh. Frenchman freak. Who's their equivalent in the AFL? Super tall fella. Spurs. Mason Cox, like an international import, who's but really you can't tall. Can't give him Collingwood. You got to give him a Queensland team. Well, Lions. He wants obviously, to be... I'm going to say the Lions. Obviously. So Dolph, obviously, because I'm the number one. <laughs> San Antonio Spurs. You know what I am. I'm going to say Roosters. We're giving him, but do we need to give him a league and an AFL team? Yeah. Oh yes. Yeah, so let's narrow it down. Are we giving him the Dolphins? Yep. Okay. Red and white. You happy with that? Yeah. Yeah. What about AFL team? Carlton. Why? Blue and white. But should we give him? Oh yeah. Spurs are black. Well, well, they look blue in this photo that but, I've just looked on. But he's come to Australia. What, what Spurs are you looking at? The Tottenham Hotspurs? Oh yeah, you're looking no, at uh, hot, hot Spurs or the. That's Victor. San Antonio Spurs. They're, they're wearing, black, normally. navy and white. That might be their away jersey. Hmm. But, you know, he's a pommy. He's got an English accent, clearly. Yeah. And he comes here and he supports Carlton. People will hate him on two fronts. So well, black and white. Maybe the Magpies, Collingwood. Well, the thing is, it, there are parallels be a there. Team? Because Mason Cox, the tall fella, is from Texas, where San Antonio is. Mm, okay. well, if it's a Queensland team, the only option is... The Lions. Thank you. Well, Suns. Have you heard of oh, the Suns? come on. How no. deep. Oh, do I have to pull my ass out? <laughs> that is never what an option. Is that? What's the tattoo he's what got on his that ass? That's your hairy ass. And yeah. you had the hide to ask Jimmy Barnes about his hairy ass. Well, I Could, didn't say I didn't on. have a hairy ass. I just wanted to ask Jimmy if he was. I can't it. read that tattoo, mate. Try to relax your anus. Oh, I can see it now. Don't do that. Now. Luke's looking for some saggy old sun, isn't it? That sun's melting away over there. I hope we've been of some help, Luke. Merry Christmas. Oh, is this before Christmas or after Christmas? Happy Boxing Day. Marto, Margot and Dan on Triple M Breakfast. Brisbane has. What does your bumper sticker say about you? Because every morning I drive in and I park down at the car park and I have to walk past the hot mess of a car that is owned by one of our very special producers um, here at Triple M. And he has a bumper sticker to represent everything in his life. His car is just covered, littered with bumper stickers. There's hundreds of them. It looks like a mobile billboard. He's He's very faithful. He's faithful and he's repping it and he's proud. Did you have family stickers? My little family, whatever it is. Yeah, my family stickers. I love the one where the car just mows them down and says, (laughs) F you you stick people. People still rocking bumper stickers. And what are they? You use them to cover up marks, you know, problems on your (laughs) car. scratches. New cars. Mm -hmm. It's just free marketing, right, for them. And unless you take it off, it stays there. But. 
right. People purposely put stickers on their car. Well, they used to anyway. You don't see it as I much anymore. I love a sticker. I love a bumper sticker. sticker. And I want to bring back the triple M bumper sticker. Well, so I want to know, is it still a thing? Raffi in Sumner Park would argue with you and say it's never gone anywhere. Raffi, you, you've seen one out and about recently. What would you see? Yeah, um, I was actually following uh, a Harley and um, on the back of his jacket, it actually had, if you can read this sign, then the bitch has fallen off. <laughs> that's pretty I good. mean... That's pretty good. That's pretty good. Thanks, what do you reckon that says about him, Raffy? Because I, I generally think that people are stickers on their cars. Raffy's giggling. This is Raffy. I was following him for a while and I was just laughing all the way. Do you give, him a, do you give him a toot, Raffy? Yeah, 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 give him a thumbs up. Better go pick her up, mate. Nice one, yeah. 2K's back. You always see on older cars too, oh, my other car's a Lamborghini or, you know, something like that. If you can read this, you're too Too close. close. Is where I thought Raffi was going. It took a fun little twist there, didn't it? F cancer, do you like those ones? That's a big one. That's Mm. And, you know, like if people have passed, they put their initials and their name. How long do you hang on to that for? I don't know, as long as you want, mm. I guess. However long the cancer lasted for. Dan oh, okay. from Calumbar. Cancer, you can't good. have it for 10 years, can you? Dan from Calumbar. Good morning. Cancer can't read. Yeah, good mate. Are you a bumper sticker kind of guy? Uh, my kids just like pranking me with them. Oh, what do they do? Um, oh, when those um, stick family, my family ones first came out. Yeah. Yep. That, uh, like we, I've got, you know, I've got three kids and a missus and that and... They decided to get three stickers. It was two blokes and one little fluffy dog. (laughs) (laughs) I was driving around for weeks. I didn't even know. Oh, the pink dollar. Well done. That's great. Uh, Chris in Redland Bay. Wrap it up for us, buddy. Bumper stickers. What do you got? Hello. Hello, Chris. Sorry to bother you, Chris. Uh Oh, uh, you're right. Um, it was actually about 20 years ago. One of the maintenance guys at work used to get the, um, I don't remember, the picture magazines. Used to be able to buy stickers out of that. Yeah. Um, and he, on the top of his ute, he had Virgin Conversion Mobile Unit. Oh, God. And on the, and on the bottom of it, it had, he got another sticker that said, don't laugh, it could be your daughter. Oh, oh. no. And, and, you, <laughs> and you just know that that guy was a single loser. Holy <laughs> I've got a story for you. It's my job to turn up with a story, and I've got one for you. And it's um, it's an addition to a previous one I told you about my neighbour. I've been getting to know my neighbourhood. I've been enjoying it, uh, getting around. In fact, my kids had their school fate um, just over the weekend. They called it a fair, very hippie. I went along there, had a oh, great good. time. good. I love fate. I loved it, mate. There was, uh, there was little animals. Oh, there was some chutney there. Yeah. Grab any. Mm. Yeah, some fudge. Um, there was like a gem fossicking thing. Oh. I spent all day standing up with the kids and my hemorrhoids are flared up. You know you're old, don't you, when your body just falls out of your own body when you stand up for too long. Anyway, that's not what I was here to talk about. I'd rather talk about that. Let me tell you. More important. Well, there's, there's a lot of blokes <laughs> rolling along in trucks at the moment going, oh, speak to me. What do I do? Anyway. And yourself. Anisol or rectinol. There you yes, go. That's, yes. your, that's your answer. But I spoke to you about um, a neighbour I called Deirdre. It wasn't even her name. Her name's Daphne. And I talked about the fact that she just, uh, there's not a lot of, um, there's not a lot of uh, airs and graces about the privacy that someone might require in the morning. And she'll just pop over. And, and I am genuinely into being neighbourly. And I made a silly joke that I, I went outside in the morning with no pants on yeah. to greet her in the hope that that would deter her from right. coming into my yard. You went out to you put your anus all on? Yeah. Well, no, I didn't. Um, oh. and it's it morning, morning 
hemorrhoid routine. Mm. And in fact, I don't even think (laughs) it would deter her anyway. But the point is that if you open yourself up to human experiences and other people, Mm. then great things can happen. She popped over the other day, unannounced, uninvited, but she was there and she started telling me a story. Now, she's she's quite old and she told me that she was born in 1939, which, if you know your maths uh, and your history, that puts her right... my mum. Well, well, it puts her right at the uh, basically the start of the Second World War. War. In fact, all of her foundation years Mm. are during wartime, which I find amazing anyway. Just to understand that, and I started asking her questions. She's the eighth of nine children. Find that very interesting. They didn't have TV back then, so they needed spares because they used to misplace a few. That's absolutely (laughs) ones that go missing. Which Mm. brings me to this amazing part of this story. Daphne looked at me. She goes, "There was one day she was just about five years old." So in nine. 1944, front door opens and in walks this man that she's never seen before. And she yells to her mother, Mum, there's a man in the house. And her mum said, Daphne, you're being ridiculous. And she goes, no, there's a man in the house. Her mum comes into the hallway and goes, oh my God, Len. And it's the oldest boy, the oldest of nine. Oh, right, oh. Who's come back from from the war. And more importantly, didn't even know that Daphne existed because he left for war before her mother was even pregnant. I said, that's amazing. I looked at Daphne and just went... Guess I should go put some pants on then, I guess. It's <laughs> fine. <laughs> Triple M Breakfast. On 104.5 Triple M. We're talking about loose teachers. Oh, yeah. Loosest teacher. and Jeez, didn't it we go? You were t- talking about the brothers used to take the students down to the RE and you go punting. No, and... well, I used to drink with one of our teachers <laughs> occasionally. It was an accident to start with, then he encouraged it. But Catholic schools, a, a lot of boys uh, used to do punting. They were gambling. In the mass classes. They, well, they said this is the best way to teach you maths if we actually uh, watch some horses run mm. after you put some money on. <laughs> Nothing wrong with that. Well, if you leave this class 60 bucks down, you're going to feel that, so you better get it right. It's, well, to this day, I still wonder whether it's not a great idea. Like, we we talked about it. Multis. It's about multiplication. I don't want what? anything to do with you. That not talk about this that, with me. I don't want anything to do with this. Right. Not just that. They were not only just punting. They were just going around hitting people with Teachers hard objects, to... like canes and stuff. Teachers used to crow peck you. You get that middle <laughs> finger. See that knuckle there in the middle <laughs> finger? We had one used to get a run-up and just whack you. There was a, he opened a kid oh, up one day and he just told him, shut up and put a <laughs> tissue on it. That's crazy. <laughs> anyway. I can't even imagine. We opened it up, 13353, loose <laughs> teachers. Well, I had a guy in my year, year seven to year 10 that every lunchtime would sneak out and go up to the local TAB. Oh. And the brothers caught him one day. When he showed them what he'd won, the deal was he could go every, any day oh. as long as he shared his tips, especially <laughs> Melbourne Cup day. <laughs> my father's chemistry teacher kept telling me stories that I did free experiments one day. Huh? As long as they wrote everything down, there was one drop away from making nitroglycerin. So they put it in the explosion cabinet and they blew the ball out, the back ball out of the cabinet. <laughs> <laughs> Nitroglycerin, same as Jellignite, just oh, a terribly Jesus. wonderful explosive for those playing along at home. Can we can we do it again? Just Jellignite responsibly. <laughs> yes. Marto enjoyed the shenanigans so much. He's like, we've got to do can it we again do it? tomorrow can we morning. Just get, oh, I thought we've got a whole lot of illicit. Our loosest humans are this hour. Are this hour. Well, the, the, 
the, the listeners phones, this hour. The phones yesterday, much like that high school, absolutely exploded. We were full up, so we thought we'd run an early version. Could get you to the Foo Fighters if you're very impressive. Oh, are you bribing them, Daniel? Uh, yes, one triple three five three, or much like a teacher at Marto's old high school, there is bribery involved. Mm. Loosest <laughs> teacher, Brendan in Redcliffe. Morning, hello, oh, mate. So we have. Uh, a long tradition of having... we got a f- uh, fruit shop down the corner from our school. So before school, boys being boys, we'd go grab a couple of bags of oranges and we'd have a fruit fight from from one place across the other. So we're, we're cracking on, launching oranges everywhere, and next thing, our history teacher, mm. who happens to be ex-military as well. So he's he's just a little bit wired. We can all tell. Yeah. <laughs> so he's Even at, back then, Brendan, you could tell. PTSD. Oh, oh, yeah. We gave him a wide berth. <laughs> <laughs> so so we sat there, and he's looked, dead, looked me dead in the face. He's, give me that fruit now. So I've placed an orange in his hand. Yeah. I'm dreading myself, thinking I've dropped it. I'm in. The, I'm in crap now. I'm going to cop some citrus. That's what I thought. Next thing, he's turned around, wound up, and thrown the biggest overhand and just cleaned one of the other kids up from across the park. Oh, he wanted in <laughs> on the battle. He, oh yeah, and he's probably got PTSD. It's just yeah. come back. I'll show you how this is done. <laughs> well done. When I was in the war. Uh, yeah. So Brendan thought he was going to cop a detention, but what he copped was an ally oh, yeah. and said orange fight. We didn't get it's a chance, chance to ask Brendan did he pull the pull pin the on pin. the orange? Before <laughs> <laughs> he lobbed it. Am I diving high? Was he diving, diving on oranges again? They were to protect the. Ben and Wyndham, hello. Yeah, how you going? Yeah, good mate. Loose unit of a teacher. You got one? Yeah, my ag teacher in year seven and eight back in the late 70s used to uh, roll a joint while we're doing class. Oh, wow. How do you know it wasn't tobacco, Ben? Because <laughs> we used to smoke them. <laughs> right. <laughs> well, you did, did you say year seven and eight? Yeah. Early. Did um, he ever pass, pass the duchy to the left-hand side, Ben? Uh, no. No. Did he ever get he the munchies? Share. Did he get the munchies and slaughter a goat on the farm oh, at any stage? Geez. No. No. No, that no, would be silly. ridiculous. No, that would be silly. Smoking yeah. weed with children. Yeah. Fine. Sorry, guys. I crossed the line there. You did, You yeah. took it too far. Marto, Margot and Dan on Triple M Breakfast. Brisbane ass.